Well, hey, friends, and welcome back to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. And today I wanted to remind you that our podcast is brought to you by my retailers inner circle group. That is my private monthly coaching. We have two great months ahead of us right now in 2023. And if you're like most of the shop owners that I am working with right now, you want to put your best face forward. You want to feel good and happy about your business and get the right customers in the door. And maybe you also want to have a plan in place for 2024. So most of my clients right now are saying things like, holy heck, what do I got to do? There's a lot to do and just tell me already what to do. And that's what we're doing now inside our Retailers Inner Circle. We have a new playbook. We're calling it the marketing uh, and marketing playbook for our Inner Circle members. So it has become a marketing and business monthly playbook. If you were a member before or if you're a current member and you haven't seen the new one yet, get out and check it out. We used to call it the dashboard because we check in on our monthly goals. But on our new marketing side of the playbook, we have taken the pressure off of what you need to do to manage and measure and do and all the things and juggle all those things of what you could do maybe and what you should do. Uh, in your marketing side. So if you are looking for some help along that to take that off your plate and what should I be working on and what emails to send and all of those things, check out the monthly playbook inside the Retailers Inner Circle. You need some promotional ideas or best practices or advice for your team. We got that inside the Inner Circle. How about a plan for 2024? We're going to be doing that inside the Inner Circle Maybe you are struggling to be the best leader for your team. We can help you with that as well, too. Or maybe it's just a matter of focusing on a more steady, reliable business and wondering, what am I doing? <laughs> am I doing this right? Or how could it be better? That's what we work on inside the Retailers Inner Circle. So we have some wonderful members inside of the Inner Circle, all specialty retailers, small, independent, brick and mortars, lots of bricks and clicks. We have lots of retailers in the inner circle who have e-commerce as well. They do both. They do the bricks and clicks, as we like to say. But we do focus on really understanding how to run a healthy business. We work on how to get the right customers in the door. We work on getting, you know, clear as being the leader, the right leader for our business that's not always the easiest thing. So we start off, you know, with a all hustle and passion and that's how we kind of run things. And then as things grow, you know, if you're listening right now, you know, things change and you have to hire a team and then there's more inventory and there's more cash flow, all of the things. So we do cover four main areas and those would be the four areas of my um, what we call the ecosystem. And that is understanding the front of house with your inventory and all of the things that we have to deal with, with the front of house, customer service. Most of us are pretty good at that part, to be honest, you know, the research and development and maybe team training and what your staff are doing. Then we have the CEO role and that's mindset and skill development, understanding our role as a leader, being the boss, because being the boss, as I said, it's not always easy. And then our third part of our ecosystem, our retailers ecosystem, is marketing and sales and understanding our role as a marketer, because that is a huge part of our role as a retailer. That's the only way we can grow our businesses with bringing in new, fresh customers and all the things that happen around that and even in store. And as you know, we have all kinds of strategy around that. And then there's systems and 
as I like to say, the business stuff, the business side of our ecosystem. And that is understanding what numbers and what levers to pull and understanding how to put systems and what we should be measuring and looking at the math and all of those things, which sometimes we avoid and aren't really paying attention to. And all four parts of the ecosystem need to be in check in order for us to run a healthy retail business from a one-person operation, if you're running a booth space, or if you have multiple stores, which we have members with multiple stores. So I just wanted to put this out there to you. If you are planning ahead for 2024, you're thinking this is the year, 2024, I've got to, you know, make some shifts. I want a more steady, reliable business. We are the the resource that you need. So we have tools and resources that you can take at your pleasure. I always say they're a spoonful of goodness at a time, but we also have group activities and meetings and live roundtables and stuff that you can participate in or not participate in. We have members who just love the resources, ask questions, and that's their thing. We have other retailers who show up to every live meeting and they love and consume all of that and implement. This is the key. Those who implement, they read, they don't just Edu what do they call that? Education. They don't just uh, edutain themselves. They're not just about consuming more, but they're about consuming and implementing. So we have amazing retailers in there. We have amazing tools and resources in there for you. And of course, our new marketing and business playbook for you every month. We have a new marketing and business playbook for you. If 2024 is your year of change, why not get started now and join us? Seriously, seriously, come on and hang out with us. We're pretty cool group of retailers. So you can join us at wendybatten.com. We'll have the links here in the show notes and, uh, you know, reach out if you have any questions about the inner circle. Today on the podcast, let's talk about what we're going to do on the podcast today. We had such great feedback. I was going to say back talk. That didn't sound right. But we had such great feedback from some of the earlier podcasts that I did and last week's podcast about the section of wowing and delighting. And so a lot of retailers keep asking me, you know, what are new and fresh ways to wow and delight? And right now, this is when we really want to wow and delight. We want people to leave with a smile on their face. So I'm going to share with you a few extra things that you can do this season and beyond and implement as a strategy, not meant to add more to your plate. It's meant to refine what you're already hopefully doing, or maybe give you some new ideas on ways to wow and delight. So let's get to it. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. I have just finished working through a six-week strategy cohort, our sales strategy accelerator program. Some of you may have heard us talk about that in the past. So we did a session in July of this year. We did our first cohort. We're working through the second session right now. We work through all of the marketing strategy pieces from audience building through to nurturing engagement. Those are getting like people's awareness and then getting them in the door getting, you know, conversion, going from browsers to buyers, 
We work through the whole framework that I teach in our marketing framework inside the Retailer's Inner Circle, step by step by step. One of the steps that's the most commonly chatted about, yes, or question, not questioned, but that they seem to love the most, and with my private clients, and when I do group sessions inside our inner circle, one of the biggest conversations that we have, and that is, I think, probably not the most important, because I feel like they're all important. We need to be audience building. We need to be doing the right things inside our store and with our customers and with our team. But understanding what it means to wow and delight a client. And this is where we can stand out as retailers. So a few tips for you today. Um, I could go on and on about this topic, and I do at times. So I know we've talked about it here on the podcast before in other in other podcasts, but I wanted to really bring it in for these last few weeks of the holidays. And as you're planning your 2024 and you're thinking about ways that you can do a little extra for your people going into 2024. This is your unfair advantage, again, against the big box, is that we care. We can build communities of allies and believers. We can build communities of advocates, people who spread the word for us. We can bring, we can build customers that come back again and again, increasing our sales per, um, our repeat customer sales. Like this is our gold. This is a gold nugget that we have, that we have the power to shine up that gold nugget and really think about how we can do it. So hospitality shines here. And this is, again, where we outshine our competitors. We can outshine e-commerce. We can outshine the big box stores by showing our hospitality. And I know I talk about that at nauseum as well, too, my friends. But hospitality is simple, it's powerful, and it is what makes people connect to your retail store and to your brand. So I'm going to jump through a few ideas. Uh, Again, I could talk about this a a lot. (laughs) It is something that we talked about in depth inside my sales uh, accelerator program, um, which again, is it's offered in a short version inside the Retailer's Inner Circle, but it's also a standalone uh, offer that I do as well. But this is one of the pieces. This is actually week five is what when we wow and delight. And I'm going to tell you right now, the most conversations happen around this wow and delight because it's a good time for us to get creative and curious and pay attention to what our customers need. It's like sprinkling a little bit of wow all around. <laughs> That sounds kind of crazy, but it's what we do. And it's what it's what we get the pleasure to do, right? So doing things that customers are not expecting, that's what wow and delight is. Doing things that customers don't expect. It's empowering your team to be excellent and it's empowering everybody in your organization to think about how can we just make our experience just a little bit better when customers interact with us from the website and finding you on Google to shopping with you and getting home with your products. Wowing and delighting can come in several different ways. And I'm just going to, again, I'm just going to give you a few tips today. So one thing uh, for wowing and delighting, let's think about your VIP clients or making people feel like a VIP maybe is a better way of doing it. So what about those big spenders? Let's just talk about that. So is there a way that you can send your top clients a gift this holiday season? Is there, you know, a way, do you have a list? So one of my, one of our inner circle members, Louise, she actually 
prepared some gifts, kind of made some uh, lists of some people, but she didn't have like mailing addresses for everybody, which you might not as well too, but she knows like Fred and whatever, they come in all the time. So she prepared little tiny gifts that she was discreetly kept under the counter with their name on it, with a thank you note. And when they came in, she handed them out during the month of November and December. How cool is that, right? So what are you doing to, you know, and, and if you do have their addresses, what are you doing to maybe just acknowledge them? Maybe your top five, your top 10, whatever it is, wherever you stand. Milestone gifts are another thing. So if you have clients who have been clients for a long time and you just want to thank them, you know, thank you for being, you can look at your POS system and thank you for being, uh, I was going to say a member, but, you know, or a member or part of our community for the last eight years, six years, two years, five months, whatever it is that you decide. Again, how unexpected is that? You're also, you can also delight and wow just with simple, you know, a little candy at the counter wrapped up. Maybe it's a candy cane with a little thank you note on it. Like there's different ways to make people feel special. It doesn't, don't go crazy, get creative. We always say get creative. So, and anyone can be, can feel special. So how can you make me feel like a VIP? Like maybe it's my first time in and whatever. Maybe we're going to take a picture of our favorite order of the day. Wouldn't that be fun? Like, you know, the, all it's all lined up on the cash and you're just like, I'm going to take a picture. This is one of my favorite orders of the day or one of my favorite, you know, collaborations or curated orders. Take a little picture, share it on your social media. Maybe give them a little extra something. <laughs> you know, you give them a little value add gift and say, thanks for letting me take a picture and share it, you know, either with their permission, with their picture or just a picture of their order. People feel special. People feel really special when they're like, oh, that's my order. You know, so think about different ways that you can make people feel special and like a VIP, whether it's their first time in or whether they've been a member for a long time or, or a customer for a long time. So number two is being problem safe, uh, um, problem solving based idea about things. Be I, I call this one beyond the bench. So what I mean that by this is do unexpected things. So we all know about having a bench, you know, classic benches, you know, having the husband's bench outside of the, the change room or whatever, or friend's bench. Think beyond the bench. So how can you think beyond the bench? This is look at your customers and observe where there might be issues or problems. So one of our members sends a team member out to the hubby in the car waiting with a cookie and a bottle of water. <laughs> So if you have a business where maybe it's common that the hubby's outside or the partner or somebody's outside, I don't know, how can you make that special for them so they want to come? Just think about it, like a Wi-Fi extender added to one client's Wi-Fi so that the hubbies could sit in a hotspot outside <laughs> or the bench outside or whatever. This helped the clients, you know, feel better about coming in and not leaving, you know, their, this was for a a shop that, you know, generally the people were coming as uh, out of town as a destination shop and more of a, a the, it was more women that wanted to come into the shop than it was the men. So anyhow, I was one time at a, at a restaurant where we commented, and I may have shared this here before, we just commented that we were staying, you know, at the local hotel, blah, blah, blah. This was a lovely restaurant. And they brought us out a loaf, a little baby loaf of banana bread and said, for your breakfast tomorrow morning, like, hello, like how, you know, that's problem solving, right? Like, it's, you know, they knew that we'd have coffee in the room, but here's a little banana bread. Like, how can you stand out and be a little bit different? So this is called like curiosity and beyond the bench. I Like, I literally, I don't know, I made that up. It's called beyond the bench. How can we think beyond the bench? 
do the unexpected. Melanie inside our, our retailers inner circle gives out people, gives out maps of local shops because people were saying, you know, oh, we're going to go do some shopping. And she's a very destination uh, from Cedar Grove Farms. She's a destination. People come from out of town. She's at a farm. So she gives them a little map of her favorite shops. Like, totally cool, right? Like, so fun. She's curiosity. She was curious about, pro about problem solving for her clients. Another thing that you can do, again, when it comes to wowing and delighting is thinking about in-store and ongoing promotions. These are, you know, different things that we might be doing that you're beyond your loyalty program. So what services or unique things can we offer in-store and ongoing that feel good? Now we have coffee bars or, you know, maybe it's extra little things that we're offering out. If you are a creative, for example, I used to run a paint shop and I know of many paint listeners, you know, we would hand out just some rags, like just little tiny thoughtful things that we can do ongoing uh, at our shop, when people would buy paint, we would hand out rags and, you know, just little things. And, and again, maybe it is just remembering preferences, your clients' preferences. I don't know if you have a POS system that can do that, or if you can just remember. I have another client who actually has a clipboard with, or a notebook with people's preferences, what they like, you know, inside her little notebook. Again, depending on your business and what you're doing, you know, gift registries, those types of things. Those are normal, but what can you do to elevate yours? your experience uh, along that line. So promotions and events, you know, this is where, again, we want to wow and delight our customers with things like scratch cards or spinners or party wheels. When it comes to promotions, here's my rule of thumb. Make it fun. So a promotion that makes me smile and like, oh, that's fun and different. Like, is this fun? That's the question we always ask ourselves. So depending on your business, what are you doing that's fun? And of course, events are really great for wowing and, uh, wowing and delighting as well. And when I say events, maybe that's your annual harvest or Christmas or holiday open house and all of those things. So, but thinking about it from the customer's point of view, we have a tendency to think of these things from our point of view, which, you know, we have to do as well too. And we have a whole podcast series on hosting events and how to do it and why and all of that. But really thinking about how can we like make them smile when they're here? How can we make them smile? So your regular promotions, whether it's a, you know, just a simple little scratch card, as I said, think about how you can make it fun. So maybe they're witty. Maybe there's little jokes on them, depending on the vibe and the brand of your shop. Think about your brand first, but then think, well, think about your customer first. Think about them smiling. Keep it in brand, keep it on brand, but make it fun. Think about fun promotions. When we have customers at the checkout, I'm going to suggest that we think of a little bit different ways that we can elevate our bag stuffers and make them smile. Again, thinking about your brand. Think, like I'm smiling now thinking about all the cool bag stuffers that my clients, our Inner Circle members have sent to me as examples are shared inside the Inner Circle. There's some fun things. There's some fun you know, handwritten notes that the people are giving to their clients. There's some, and again, fun or smile worthy things. Everybody wants to smile. Think about your clients right now. Think about yourself right now. The drudgery of going shopping or the drudgery of just everyday life lately, maybe for a lot of people. How can we be that little space that's happy? So value add. So at the checkout, we're value adding. We're uh, occasional surprises to our, our customers, unexpected gifts, you know, many things that we can do 
that are doesn't have to be a huge cost. And again, what are we doing to make people feel special? Obviously, we talked about this in the last podcast at 181, episode 181, about having a new customer plan. Like, definitely put that in place. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that episode where we talk about the opportunity to make a first impression with a new customer, a new customer plan. So what does that look like in your in your store, whether it's a card or a special bag stuffer or an invite or something along those lines? Just keep thinking about making people smile. And I... It sounds dorky, but it's just what we need to do because that's how we're going to stand out. If you have an event or a workshop or somebody makes a big purchase or something along that line, can you follow up with a phone call? Can you follow up with an email? Can you put something in place to make sure that that's happening? Can you, you know, what are we doing to make sure that everything's okay? And, and it might even just be in a post, you know, that you're doing and saying, if you were in on Thursday, we really want to thank you or something along those lines. What are we doing to just make people acknowledge, and it could be an email as well too, as we know not everybody sees our posts, little tiny things that are maybe wrapped and ready to go, as we like to say in the inner circle, and we like to share ideas inside the inner circle about that, you know, candy surprises or a little tag that, or a little gift, as I mentioned Louise had. Overall, we want you to do the unexpected. We want you to think about how you can wow and delight in excess over the next few weeks and in beyond and thinking about what strategies you're going to put in place. And of course, we're not doing all of these things, but we are really walking through our customer's journey. And again, the wow and delight part is so important. And when people leave, we want them smiling. When they get home and they open their package, we want them smiling. We want the way they feel when they walk into your shop, the environment of your shop to be a hundred percent amazing every time. And that seems like a lot of pressure, but I really want to remind you that it's about the environment from the time they arrive through their whole customer journey with you. All of their senses should be tingling and smiling. And this is how we win at business. This is what we do well. We can do this well if we just pay attention and are strategic about it. There's not one retailer that's ever come to me, either a private client or through a strategy session or in the inner circle or in our mastermind group, I, I can't honestly think of anybody who's come and said, I actually don't care about my customer's experience. <laughs> like I've never heard that. So we care about their experience, but we're not always intentional. Kind of like, you know, when you think of a diet, <laughs> we care about our, we care about eating well, but we're not always good at it. This is something we need to actually be good. At. <laughs> we need to like do the work to be good at this intentionally. We need to to watch our diet, if you will. If you're trying to like eat well and be healthy, it's the same thing with your strategy around your customer experience. So we will have a few other podco- podcast episodes here inside in our show notes that will tell you about customer journey, why it's important, your shop standards, and all of those things. We talk about that a lot here in the podcast, but I really want you to maybe when you're done with this podcast, sit down and think about the strategy you're putting in place, even for these last couple of months or these last, you know, big weeks and then into January so that we can make sure that what we're doing now is really making them remember, making us rememberable. And the instant people feel, think about us, they smile. And that's the goal, right? So if you're an Inner Circle member, we'll continue the conversation inside the Inner Circle. Ask me anything, as you know, as we always do. If you're not an Inner Circle member, I want to encourage you to jump in and join us. Again, it's wendybatten.com slash join. The Retailer's Inner Circle is the 
place that I created, I, I keep joking about it, but it's the place that I created because I couldn't find these conversations for myself when I was running my businesses and when I was deep in the trenches. And now it has become the conversations of, you know, we have global, we have retailers globally inside the inner circle. So if you want your voice heard, you'll be heard. You can come in and join us. I would love to see you in there. Let's talk about how we can wow and delight. All right, my friends, have a fantastic rest of the day. Have a great week ahead. It's a great sales week. It's going to be a big week. I know it is. Just feel it in my bones for you. And we will be right back here. And next week, we have a guest coming in here on the podcast to talk a little bit about strategy and what that means and what that looks like. And we have a, we'll have a great conversation. So join us next week. We'll see you here on the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Thanks for listening, my friends. Have a great day. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.